Hello and welcome to the Fit and Free podcast. This is a podcast for women who want it all, to feel strong and confident in their bodies, as well as enjoying a sneaky mug on a Friday night. I'm an exercise physiologist and sports nutritionist here to teach you how to achieve your body goals without food and your body controlling your life. So let's jump in. Hello, you guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Fit and Free podcast. I'm super stoked to be sitting back down and recording another episode for you guys. If you've been following me along on social media, you would have seen that I've been living my best life in Italy and in Greece. It honestly was something else. (laughs) It's a bit cliche, right? Like European summer, let's go to the Amalfi Coast. But like, if you can, do it. Because Amalfi and the Amalfi Coast is just like nothing I've ever experienced before in my life. The architecture, the coastline, the gelato, the pasta, just the all-around vibe. It's just so much fun and it's so beautiful and you just feel like you're living in a different world. And yeah, like honestly, it's 100% worth it. Greece was really fun as well. I definitely enjoyed Italy more, which I am excited that I've learned that because now going forward, planning more European summers, which I definitely will be doing again, um, Italy is definitely on my to-do list, as in different places in and around Italy. And yeah, just the food, the culture, the people, it's just, it's such a beautiful country. With all of that being said, it's... Today's topic is something that I am really excited to speak to because it is definitely a a big mindset block that I see over and over again. And I myself used to struggle from this. And it's going to be somewhat of a pep talk and somewhat of pointing out maybe a bit of a hard truth or maybe a blind spot that you're not aware that it's actually happening to you and you're living out these same patterns which is actually causing you to self-sabotage and ultimately stopping you as well from reaching your health and fitness goals. And this is the whole premise. And the reason why I wanted to speak to this today is because I haven't exercised in over three weeks. Like I haven't been to the gym. Like sure, I've done lots of walking around, doing stairs, things like that. And on holidays, I was (laughs) living my absolute best life. Like obviously, like I always live by my principles of eating a balanced plate where I can, eating for satisfaction, eating until I'm full and satisfied, um, making sure I'm only eating when I'm hungry and not because I'm feeling emotional or anything like that. Like I always follow the principles of intuitive eating, no good and bad of foods, no food police, no restrictions whatsoever. But with that being said, it's like there was a version of me who would always go on holidays and completely, you know, not follow those principles and like ultimately just treat it like another binge restrict cycle and, you know, eat all the food and then come home and then, you know, promise myself that I, you know, had to start again on Monday and, you know, had to lose weight and had to, you know, change my body composition in order for me to be ultimately happy. And this time coming back from holidays, it's just a completely different vibe. It used to be like, yeah, come back and, you know, try these diets, but it also used to be come back and used to shame myself and pick my body apart and just be so disgusted anytime I put a piece of clothing on and was like, oh, I'm fat, I'm ugly, I'm a giant rectangle. 
I, you know, was just really never, ever happy with my body and always going on holiday would always exacerbate those feelings. And just as I said before, this time coming home is completely different. Like not once have I thought to myself how I have to, you know, be really restrictive and, you know, eat really clean as soon as I got home. And there's no like, oh my God, I have to wake up and go to the gym because I haven't been for three weeks. It's not like I'm looking in the mirror and checking my body every second to see if like I've gained weight or anything like that. It's just completely mellow and like stoked feeling that I have no concerns in and around thinking about my food and my body. And that is because, yes, like obviously I've done work in terms of building muscle and learning about nutrition and and learn how to like really intuitively eat all the things, but it's also because I've done a lot of inner work in internally in terms of being proud and accepting and loving my body from the inside out. And that's what I really want to speak to today is that pep talk of are you eating and training because you hate what you look like? Are you constantly on this hamster wheel of I hate my arms, I hate my stomach, I hate my legs, so therefore I have to change them. I have to eat in a calorie deficit. I have to do all these things in order for me to feel happy, to feel fulfilled or are you actually doing it? And this is a piece of actual self-honesty is like, are you actually doing it because you respect your body, because you accept who you are and what you look like and all the things. And then you're doing it because, you know, you have self-respect and you like the way it makes you feel and you'd like to get stronger. Or is it that always the constant need to like, you know, I have to do this so that I look good in my clothes so that when I go out, I feel confident and happy versus, oh, I'm doing this because I feel so good and so strong in the gym. And I'm so, you know, I'm doing it because of the vibe and the way it makes me feel. And then ultimately the flow on effect is just like, you feel really good and confident within your body and you, you know, you have self-respect and you have positive self-talk instead of negative self-talk, which I'm going to get into and doing it a place from self-love. Because the thing is, is that you will never hate yourself into a smaller body. It's never going to work. Because at the end of the day, your body is not the issue. It never was. It's what you're making your body mean about you. If you are saying things like, these are some big red flags, signs and symptoms that you're stuck within this cycle of needing to prove to ultimately, a lot of the time, it ultimately does come down to yourself in terms of you will feel good enough in your own skin only if. So these are some signs if you are stuck within this cycle. If you're saying things like, I'll only feel confident and happy, when I am a smaller size, when I'm a size six, when I'm a size eight, when I'm a size 10, whatever that may look like. I'll only be happy when my arms are smaller so my top sits nicer. I'll only be happy when I have more definition in my core. I'll only be happy when I fit into my old clothes that are sitting in the back of the cupboard. So ultimately what you're doing, if you're constantly saying these things to yourself, is conditional living. You'll wait for your external circumstances to be different in order 
for you to be happy, in order for you to be confident, in order for you to go out and live your best life, to try new things, to meet new people, to go out on that date. You're only going to be able to live your life to the most fulfilled when your external circumstances, as in your body looks different, as in your clothes fit you better. Because what you're ultimately doing is you're giving your power away and tying your worth to something external. And when you can flip that, when your worth, your confidence and your happiness comes from within, life becomes so much easier. It becomes more neutral. It becomes exciting again. It becomes happy Because you realize that your body doesn't have to look a certain way in order for you to be confident, in order for you to be happy. And the thing is, guys, is that you get to have that now because worth comes from within. It comes from who you are as a person. It comes from your vibe. It comes from your values and living in integrity and living out your values. And how are you ever going to live out your values if you're not allowing yourself to because you're so fixated on your body needing to look a certain way. So therefore it's actually impacting your freedom because you can't go out and wear the clothes that you want because you feel like your body needs to be smaller in order to achieve that. So of course, overall, it's going to be this constant grind of needing something externally to change in order to feel those values. When in reality, what we need to do is let go of that middleman because you can have the happiness and the confidence and everything you want right now, regardless of what your body looks like. Because at the end of the day, it is a choice. And think about it like this. If your best friend lost weight and her arms got smaller, would you think of her any better? If your friend lost weight and her legs were smaller, would you think that she's a better person? Would you like her more? Probably not. And there's this whole thing that I use all the time with my clients is like you think about, picture this, right? Like you walk into a room and two people walk in. The first is full of life. She's got her hair done. It's bouncing. She's talking to everyone. She's got radiating confidence. She's got curves. She's wearing this big, beautiful dress, red dress. And she's walking in just like, you know, unshakable confidence. The second person walks in and they're shy. They've got their head down. But internally, what they're thinking about is, oh my God, these people are judging me. Oh my God, my legs look so fat in these jeans and they're a little bit afraid to even talk to anyone because they're so not feeling confident within their body, even though they might be, you know, really lean and doing all the things like eating 1200 calories and training seven days a week. But because they haven't worked on that inner self-confidence piece and changing the story and detaching their worth from their body. It's that constant vicious cycle of those negative self-talk patterns. So it affects their external, how the externally, how they're showing up in the world. Who is going to be more attractive 
overall, the person that is like, you know, being really insecure within themselves and not showing that confidence versus, you know, that person that's going out with the vibe and is talking to everyone and doesn't really care to what their body looks like it's more about they know who they are they speak their truth they're acting in integrity they have all of the things like who's going to be more attractive it's the one with the vibe it's the one with the you know the confidence piece and that's what i'm trying to tell you guys it's the size of your body doesn't make you more or less worthy it doesn't mean shit we have created the meaning ourselves right? Humans are meaning machines. We make meaning to everything. And that's just natural. And that's what we do. And that's it. And when we pull awareness to that, and when we realize that it's like, holy shit, like I'm shaming myself right now is because I'm comparing myself to someone on social media and I'm making them right. Meaning they're hot, they're sexy, they're acceptable. People are going to love them. And I don't look like that. So therefore, I'm wrong. I have to lose weight. I'm not good enough. The people in the club are not going to like me because of what I look like, right? So we fall into these shame spirals and circles into this whole worth issue of us then feeling like we need to constantly change our body with our nutrition and exercise. And this is the biggest problem, right? Which I see it all the time. It then affects how we show up with our nutrition and exercise. And it's not necessarily like the actual what we're eating and how we're training, but it's the mindset that's driving the behaviors. It's the mindset and the thought patterns that happen during our exercise and during our nutrition. Because when we have so much emotional attachment to a result, aka I will only feel confident if I have a smaller waist or I am a size X or my arms are smaller, then because of that emotional attachment, we don't feel good enough now, which then because of that, things become extremely heavy and extremely hard. And it's the stories of I'm putting in so much effort and it's not getting anywhere. It feels like it's consuming me. I'm constantly thinking about food and my body. Stories come up and it's like, well, I don't actually think it's possible for me. I'm putting in so much effort. What is the point, right? And this is where self-sabotage comes in and destroys our soul. If it's not possible for me, then why would you keep going if you actually believe that? And that's the thing is because we've got that so much emotional attachment to these results, our ego comes in and tricks us to making us having these false beliefs of that it's absolutely not possible. Because at the end of the day is what we have to realize is that all of this is just a huge protective mechanism of our body. Ultimately, what it comes down to is actually survival. So what it actually means is my clothes don't fit, which then is I don't want to go out because I don't look good, which is actually meaning then what's going to happen after that? We're going to isolate ourselves. We're not going to be able to connect with our loved ones. We're not going to be able to go out and connect with cute men. We're not going to be able to, you know, be free right or the other thing in terms of 
if you, you know, I don't want to go out because I don't look in my good in my clothes, then you can make that mean, right, that people won't find me attractive, which ultimately means that I'm going to be rejected. And what happens as humans when we have these deep rooted, rooted fears of rejection, isolation, abandonment, all of the stories is that ultimately at this level is we're going to die because we're going to be alone. And as humans, we're not made to be alone, right? So any sort of threat to our survival, we're going to have a protective mechanism of our ego to come in and to keep us safe. And if we're trying to protect ourselves from feeling rejected or feeling isolated or feeling, you know, not being able to connect with people, it's going to do every single thing in your power in order to protect you from that. And that's where these constant needs to make ourselves smaller come from. It's a protective mechanism of stopping us from feeling rejected. And this is the thing, guys, is this is why the internal work is so freaking important in this space is because the thing is, guys, is that we have to rewrite these stories in terms of what your body looks like now doesn't equal rejection. It doesn't equal abandonment. What it equals is confidence, is happiness. But of course, we have to retrain our brains in order to believe that. And we have to let go of so many things, of everything pretty much we've learned since day dot, whether that's through your parents, whether that's through social media, whether it's through movies, the media, all of the things that have taught us what an ideal body should look like in order for us to have this ultimate freedom and actually truly believing that we are good enough as the way we are. Because the thing is, is we have so much access now to social media and we've got so much access to comparison. And of course, comparison just makes all of this so much worse, right? Because what is comparison? Comparison is a mirror. We look at someone else and we look and we see what we like and we don't like about ourselves. It's not necessarily comparing ourselves to that person. It's what that person is then making you feel. That person is skinnier than me and therefore she's better than me because I'm not as skinny as what she is. And that's the thing. And we have to bring awareness to a comparison. It's we can always find something wrong within ourselves when we look at someone who we perceived as better, right? And if we already lack that self-confidence and still tying our worth that we're only going to be happy when our body looks a certain way, this, it just exacerbates those feelings, right? Well, they can eat that much and they only have to do this and I'm doing more than them and I'm not as good as them. Like I'm not getting the same result. And it just feeds into the stories. And this is where it's so important to build self-awareness in this space, right? Because we know we can't compare a cauliflower to a broccoli. It's just not possible. You're a broccoli. They are a cauliflower. You two are not the same person. So therefore, you can't sit there and compare yourself to that person. You have different genetics. You have different caloric needs. Your body makeup is completely different. And what this is ultimately telling us is that if we're constantly getting triggered by comparison and looking enough at other people and then making that mean that we are not good enough, what that means is that we're lacking self-confidence within ourselves. And it's going back to that conversation of our, you know, giving our power away and our worth away to something external outside of us. And this is the piece where everyone has to learn is 
learning to hold your own power when you're seeing these successful people and looking at other people and looking at their success and being like, holy crap, that's holding them in their success, right? So it's they're successful. That means I get to be successful. That person is deadlifting 100 kilos. That means I get to do that too. Utilizing it as, as, as a positive reinforcement to be able to bring ourselves up instead of making it mean something shit about ourselves. And again, that's building self-awareness in and around it. So guys, the reason why I'm recording this episode and I'm really passionate about it is because if this is something that you're not fixing internally, from the inside, then you will constantly feel like you're battling against yourself. You'll constantly feel like you're doing all the things and really do have nothing to show for it. And I do have to say that this stuff does not happen overnight. This stuff does not happen in a week. This happens consistently. This happens with taking responsibility and making change over time. And when I say time, I'm talking about like for the rest of your life. This is not something that you can do for six months, nine months, 12 months. This is something that you need to evolve and learn and grow and continuously up level and build self-awareness in and around it. It's about changing your how you perceive yourself. It's about learning who you are as a person, regardless of what you look like. It's about knowing your values and actually allowing yourself to live through them instead of preventing yourself from doing it because you don't look a certain way. It's about having, you know, self-respect. It's about building self-trust. It's about one of the biggest pieces is absolutely self-acceptance. It's about integrity. It's about doing and following through on the things that you say that you're going to do. It's about building a resilient mindset to help you move through all the ego stories that's really holding you back from reaching those body composition goals. With all of that being said, I really am quite passionate about this topic, if you can't tell, because I see it all the time. It's such a roadblock that is holding so many people back. I have put together a body image course that's really going to help you learn how to detach your worth from your body. It's going to teach you how to live out your values. It's going to teach you how to accept yourself. It's going to teach you how to have self-respect, change the negative self-talk, to understand your own ego stories and the way that it's protecting you. It's going to teach you how to build self-confidence really from the inside out. I am running this course. I think I haven't finalized it yet. I'm not going to lie to you guys, but I think it's going to be over three weeks. And the thing is, guys, I am looking for six women to try this out for free. The only thing that I ask in return is a truthful testimonial of the experience of the three weeks. If you are interested in jumping in and joining this course, Send me a DM on Instagram and we will send you through the sign up link so you can be a part of this program too. Because like the thing is, guys, and I said that before, it's like working on your nutrition and exercise is one thing, but how you show up and how you speak to yourself in your mind and if you're repeatedly shaming yourself for not being exactly where you want to be is literally going to be the definition of insanity. 
you won't enjoy the process and you'll probably end up self-sabotaging and the reason why you ultimately give up with your health and fitness goals. So guys, if you want to join in on the course, it's going to be super fun. I'm only accepting 10 women, right? I've already got four in there. If you're a current client or you've been a client in the past, you guys get priority. But if you want to get a taste of what the coaching world is like, if you really want to work on your own inner self-confidence and your own worth, then this is really, really going to help you. Like always, thank you for being here. I love you always. And I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye. The number one challenge that all my clients face before we start working together is a lack of clarity on how much and what to eat to lose weight. Often they are making two huge mistakes, constantly trying to skip meals or eat under 1600 calories. Secondly, only allowing themselves bad foods like chocolate on the weekend, but end up binging all to tell themselves they're going to start again on Monday. If you feel like you have tried every diet under the sun and still can't figure out what to eat to achieve your weight loss goals, take my free two-minute quiz. You can find the link in the show notes down below and it will help you figure out exactly what you're doing wrong with your nutrition and exercise and exactly what to do to fix it so that you can finally be confident in your body and achieve your weight loss goals.